0: Once that plane leaves, folks, you're not gonna get on that plane. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Don't miss that flight,
1: which we call the rapture. Welcome to In Grace with Jim Scudder, Jr. He is the senior pastor of Quentin Road Baptist Church in Lake Zurich, Illinois, as well as the author of Why Life Hurts and co-author of Evangelism Made Simple. Hi, this is Jim Scudder and today we're starting a brand new series that
0: I think is very timely it's called Armageddon's dawn and today my message is titled darkened skies we have lived through major world events in the last several years as a matter of fact today and tomorrow I'm going to be talking about some news headlines uh, and this message was preached a number of years ago and The headlines have only gotten more profound. I mean, think about the pandemic, the first time in in history, the history of the world, that the whole world was affected the same way, and and we gave up so many rights and liberties. Think about Russia attacking Ukraine and Hamas attacking Israel and, and just all of these crazy things going on with riots in our country. Folks, the sky is getting dark And we do need to be ready for the next event in Bible prophecy, which is called the rapture. I'm going to talk about the rapture. I'm going to talk about a lot of things in this series, Armageddon's Dawn. And I believe this is going to be very helpful for you to understand that, first of all, Bible prophecy is accurate. A lot of it has been fulfilled, but there's still about a third of Bible prophecy that hasn't been fulfilled yet. We're going to talk about that and the accuracy of the biblical prophecies being fulfilled. And we're going to talk about all of these things that are coming in this world that point to the end times being right around the corner. We're also excited because In Grace is coming out to Arizona and an event called Gather In Grace, where I'll be speaking about Israel and the end times. We have special music. We'll have some food. My wife, Karen, and I will be there, of course, to get to know you, to, to fellowship with you. You can get a free ticket if we have any left at our website, ingraceradio.com, ingraceradio.com. We are embarking on a new series called Armageddon's Dawn. And the Bible speaks a lot about things to come. There are a lot of details, some very frightening, some majestic, in the scripture, mostly in Revelation, a lot in Daniel. But all throughout scripture, both Old and New Testament, are predictions that have not been fulfilled. And we're gonna talk about today and throughout how we know for sure they will be fulfilled. I was in a, one of our Awana or youth group ministries this uh, last week, and there was a group of girls sitting around with their teacher, and they were filling out something for uh, their their youth program, and it was a question. Uh, there, there was a conversation between two young people, and the one was asking the Christian, how do we know for sure that the Bible is true? How do we know for sure that, that there is a God and Jesus is the Son of God? How do we know that? And we had a little talk, and one of the things that we talked about was Bible prophecy is one of the major proofs that this isn't just an ordinary book. This is a book, if it contains predictions, before the event, often hundreds of years before the event, and they come true, all of them, then this book has been set aside as very unique, very special, very amazing. Something we better pay attention to, for sure. So that's what this series is going to do. It's going to open up that uh, realm of Bible prophecy. Some of the things in Bible prophecy are symbolic and mysterious. and, And some people say it's all symbolism. No, you read Revelation, it's just all symbolic, it's not. Revelation is mainly historic or prophetic in in literal terms. These are things that will come to pass, just as the prophecies of the Bible have come to pass. So, how do we know if we're ready? Are we prepared? There was a rancher who had a big ranch out west and he was interviewing a farmhand and He said, what are your qualifications? And the farmhand says, I can sleep when the wind blows. The rancher thought that was unusual, but he needed to hire somebody, and he needed to hire somebody quick, and so he hired this guy. A week or two went by, and the farmer, the rancher, and his wife were woken up by a tremendous storm. Lightning, thunder, wind, it was nasty. And they both ran up, ran outside, they noticed all their shutters had been closed on their ranch house and on the barn and on the the bunkhouse all the tools had been put away in the shed the tractor was in the garage everything was buttoned up and then they noticed the farmhand sleeping so they understood what he meant what are your qualifications i can sleep when the wind blows he was prepared he knew the storm was coming And he prepared everything so that when the storm hit, he was going to be fine. And everybody else was going to be okay. So I think that's something that is the major question that I want to ask you. Are you prepared for the coming storm? Are you prepared as the skies begin to darken and the barometer starts to fall? Are you ready for the dawn of Armageddon? And there's two types of people in this room. And really only two types of people. There are the saved and the lost. If you're part of the saved, you have put your trust in Jesus as your only hope, as your only way to heaven. The Son of God died for you on a cross and rose again. You believed in him. You've been given eternal life. You're saved. And you're safe. Safe from the coming calamities and also safe from hell. The other type of person in this room is lost. You have never realized your need or you've tried to earn your own eternal life by your religion. You are going to experience this coming storm and you are facing the fire of hell. There are very very few preachers that will say what I just said anymore because hell has been air conditioned. Uh, We have been for many years flying a small airplane as part of our ministry we have our music pastor as a pilot, and I'm a pilot, and we, we fly this airplane. It used to be super modern and sleek and everything, but you know how things change so quickly these days. And we sold that airplane, and we're going to try renting the same style of airplane, but the airplane we're now renting is almost brand new. At least it seems brand new to us. It's a 2011 model, but it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful. And You know what it has? It has air conditioning. In an airplane, you don't usually need air conditioning because you get up pretty uh, fast and and you're up there and it's always cold up high. But sometimes in the summer, you're on the ground or you're flying low and it has air conditioning. Air conditioning is so wonderful. It just seems like a miracle in that airplane. Now, there's all sorts of other really nice features about this airplane, but the, the main thing I like is the air conditioning because when it starts to get warm, or it starts to get hot, air conditioning is a nice thing. Well, we can't air condition hell because the Bible calls it a place of fire, a place burning forever. You say, well, how could a God who is good allow people to go to hell? Well, because a God who is good created everything perfect. We messed it up. We sinned, and that is the destination of all who have rejected God's love. God's offer of salvation is to every person. So God doesn't send people to hell. We send ourselves to hell. He's given us a way out of that and a way out of this coming tribulation that's coming upon the earth. Are you prepared? If you're prepared, then none of these things will will really bother you. Let's look at the the prophecy chart that we have. This was drawn by one of our, uh, our graduates of Dayspring Bible College and Seminary, Timothy Bowden. Uh, those of you in the room, you have this, and you'll have it every time we do a Revelation or a Prophecy Series message. Uh, it's on the cover of your handouts that we give you, plus all the, the points and verses that I'm going to be covering today. But you see this prophecy chart, and I'm going to go in more detail in, in a few moments, but you see a panorama of history here, don't you? You see the, the, the day we're in right now, which is called the Church Age, and then you see a future tribulation period, and then you see the time when Christ returns for the battle of Armageddon, and then you see a thousand-year rule and reign, and then you see eternity future. So these are all predicted in the Bible, and we're going to cover this panorama of future history in detail. The Bible has a lot of detail about every part of this timeline. And now is the time to prepare to avoid these coming calamities. How do we know the Bible is true? How do we know the Bible is 100% accurate? Just before I get into that, and that's an important question, there was a man, and I read this in the news, and I'm going to be giving you some news stories today. Uh, I, I saw this a couple days ago. A man in Dublin had got to the airport late, his flight had closed, they had backed the plane away from the gate, the the plane was taxiing out on the taxiways, almost to the runway, the guy runs through an emergency exit, runs onto the tarmac, and is chasing down his airplane, asking it to stop because he cannot miss his flight. Well, guess what? He missed his flight because he was tackled by three security officers. He not only missed his flight, but he got to go to jail. Because you don't, if the, once that plane leaves, folks, you're not going to get on that plane. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Don't miss that flight, which we call the rapture. But how do we know the rapture is really going to happen? How do we know what the Bible predicts, this trumpet sounding and all that are in Christ? rising and 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 meeting the Lord in the air how do we know that and all the rest of the events in the Bible that are still future are going to happen well the the best way to do it is let's look back at some of the biblical prophecies that have been fulfilled let's look at some of those prophecies right now number one the Bible and and by the way I could give you dozens and dozens and dozens but that would mean we'd be here a long time just doing this. I'm going to give you a couple. These popped out at me. These are, these are really incredible, really amazing. Remember, these were predictions written hundreds of years before the event. And that's verified. These, these have been fulfilled so precisely that the critics of the Bible have tried to say that someone came along later as Isaiah or Ezekiel, and they wrote that part in. But there's proofs that that's impossible. One is the Dead Sea Scrolls proves beyond a shadow of doubt that Isaiah wrote those prophecies before Jesus came as he predicted Jesus' coming.
1: If you want to learn more about the Bible's end time prophecies, In Grace and Pastor Jim Scudder have great resources that will help you. First, we have a large prophecy chart that we will send you absolutely free. And when you give a gift of any amount, you'll also receive our eight-part video series, Armageddon's Dawn, filmed in Israel. This series will give you a visual experience that will transport you to the very places mentioned in Revelation. We also would like to send you Pastor Jim's entire 43-sermon audio series, Armageddon's Dawn, on CD or MP3 for gifts of $30. Don't miss out on this opportunity to enrich your understanding of biblical prophecy. Contact InGrace today at 800-78-GRACE. That's 800-78-GRACE. Visit our website at ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Get your free prophecy chart and unlock the secrets of the end times today.
0: Uh, there's a prophecy in Jeremiah twenty five eleven that says Babylon is going to rule Judah for 70 years. It's hard enough to predict one nation being overthrown by another, rule the other nation, and then to say also that the, the conquered nation will be let back. All of that's in here. And all of that happened. Jeremiah 25, 11, And this whole land shall be a desolation, and an astonishment these nations shall, shall serve the king of Babylon 70 years. And there's many other predictions that talk about the return, all of these things before it happened. And you know what? It happened exactly as predicted there's an, uh, another prediction in Isaiah 13, 19. And Babylon, the, the glory of kingdoms, the beauty of the Chaldees, excellency, shall be when God overthrew Sodom and Gomorrah. So, just as Sodom and Gomorrah were overthrown and destroyed by God, so would Babylon be destroyed and overthrown by God. And that also happened. How could Babylon, the, the glorious, mighty kingdom, powerful, how could that ever be overthrown? World empire, it was. It was. As a matter of fact, Daniel chapter 2 predicts the rise and fall of four global empires. We're going to get into all this, especially that, that one, because it has, still has to do with a revision of that fourth empire in the future. There have been four global empires, and they've all risen and fallen, and there's going to be a revision of that fourth. The Bible predicts all of this. In Daniel two, and, and and skeptics of the Bible have to come up with other explanations because this is too incredible. You know, people will focus on other prophecies and other literature, the Mayans and others. But you know what? When you start to look at those things, they're very vague. They're not in detail, and there's a lot that never was fulfilled as it was predicted. The Bible has these predictions fulfilled precisely every time. The 100% accuracy of Bible prophecy. It's incredible. Okay, how about Nineveh? Nineveh was a a city that the Bible said would be destroyed by fire while they were drunk. Okay, Nahum 311 and Nahum 315, it it describes this. They'll be drunken, they shall uh, be hid. Thou shalt seek strength because of the enemy. And then in 15, there shall the fire devour thee, the sword shall cut thee off, it shall eat thee up like the cankerworm, make thyself many as the cankerworm, make thyself many as the locust. You know, historians, one historian wrote this about the destruction of Nineveh. The Assyrian king gave much wine to his soldiers, deserters told this to the enemy who attacked that night. Just as the Bible described, attacked by fire. Drunken, the Encyclopedia Britannica, you say, what is that? That's (laughs) pre-Google, pre-Wikipedia. It's actually when some of the facts were actually accurate. But um, (laughs) how many of you, that was the way you would find out stuff, right? Research, the encyclopedias, yeah. And who's never, uh, you've probably heard of it, but who's never really opened one or seen one? All the young ones. They're going, what is that? Anyways, it said that Nineveh suffered a defeat from which it never recovered. Extensive traces of ash representing the sack of the city by Babylonians, Scythians, Medes, in 612 BC have been found in many parts of the Acropolis or the downtown area of Nineveh. After 612 BC, the city ceased to be important. You know, the Bible predicted that, predicted that. And you know, that's what they find. When they dig stuff up, they find what the Bible said would happen. So these are predictions hundreds of years before the events, fulfilled exactly and precisely as the prediction said it would be. Now, how can we know the future? Well, only God can know the future. God lives outside of time. To God, everything is uh, neither past nor present nor future. It is all the same to him. So he knows the future. He knows the outcome. You say, does God cause the outcome? He really doesn't cause the outcome but God is certainly involved in the affairs of mankind, and although God never overrides your free will, certainly God does uh, interject Himself in our plans, in our governments, even, and He is the one that ultimately decides these things. How about the city of Tyre? The city of Tyre was predicted to be destroyed and be perpetually in ruin in Ezekiel twenty-six twelve and other places. It says, they shall make a spoil of thy riches, make a prey of thy merchandise. They shall break down thy walls and destroy the pleasant houses. Now, this is really interesting. They shall lay thy stones and thy timber and thy dust in the midst of the water. That's a pretty unusual prophecy. You could say, well, this city is going to be destroyed. Most cities get destroyed eventually, right? Well, this city is going to be destroyed and they're going to take the rubble and throw it into the water. Now, that is a pretty unique prophecy, right? Ezekiel talks about this empire of the Phoenicians, the city of Tyre, their most powerful city, that it would be attacked by several nations because of the way it treated Israel. And the last of those nations that attacked Tyre was Alexander the Great of the Greeks. In 333 and 332 BC, he attacked the mainland city of Tyre He used the rubble from the mainland city to build a causeway out to the island of Tyre and destroyed that too. And when you go there today, and archaeologists will start looking today, there's still a land bridge that is built by the rubble of Alexander the Great, predicted before, uh, hundreds of years before, by Ezekiel. Now, isn't that astounding? So when we see example after example after example of fulfilled prophecy, precise and exact, wouldn't that give us reason to believe the prophecies that are still future are going to be fulfilled exactly as predicted? It gives me great confidence that this is the Word of God, because God only God can predict the future. It's one of the great proofs of the, the Bible, is fulfilled prophecy. I mean we're not you don't have to just close your eyes and take a jump and, and be a christian. it's not blind faith, it's actually scholarly, it's actually logical it's actually something that God gives us many infallible proofs. but ultimately it is faith, right? because we can't see him today, but we know that he is true because of his book. There are dozens of prophecies about the Messiah coming in. Let's just go over some of those real fast, okay? We're going to go over these very, very fast. So if you can listen fast, I'm going to talk fast. The first one, the Bible says in Isaiah 7.14 that Jesus would be born of a virgin. It says that he would be born in Bethlehem, both in Micah 4 and 5. It talks about that. In Genesis 49, we're told that the Messiah would be from the tribe of Judah. There were 12 tribes. We knew exactly what tribe he would come from. In Jeremiah, chapter 23, verse 5, we're told that he would be descendant of David. I mean, we're zeroing it in. David was of Judah, and Jesus would be of Judah and of David. That this Messiah would be the performer of miracles. We read that in Isaiah 35. We also know that he would come in on a donkey in his entrance into the city of Jerusalem in Zechariah 9.9. We know that he would be betrayed by a friend in Psalm 41, verse 9. He would be sold for 30 pieces of silver, as my dad would always say, not 29 pieces of gold, but 30 pieces of silver. How precise is that in Zechariah 11? He would be spat on and beaten in Isaiah 50. That he would die by crucifixion before crucifixion was even invented. It was predicted in Zechariah 12.10 in Psalm 22. We will pick up right there tomorrow talking about more Bible prophecies and Messianic prophecies, uh, like uh, Jesus would die between transgressors, and we know he died between two thieves and Isaiah. Uh, His clothes would be gambled for, he'd be buried in a rich man's tomb, he would rise again. Uh, We're going to talk about the Bible's accuracy in fulfilled prophecy, but then we're also going to talk about the need to study Bible prophecy. So, all of this is coming up in this series called Armageddon's Dawn, and I hope that you are enjoying this. Now, we have the Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart for free. We'd love to send this to you. You can go to our website, ingraceradio.com, and this will really help you as we study out Bible prophecy here in Armageddon's Dawn. That is a free prophecy chart at 1-800-78-GRACE or ingraceradio.com. We have an Armageddon's Dawn audio CD series. There's 43 sermons in this Armageddon's Dawn series, and you can get this on our website at ingraceradio.com. The retail price is $29.95 for 43 sermons on Armageddon's Dawn. We also have a video, an eight-part video series called Armageddon's Dawn, filmed in Jerusalem with some really good Bible prophecy teachers. I'm teaching on that a lot. And then we also have Randall Price and Menno Kalischer and Joel Rosenberg and others. And I believe this video series that has all the charts and graphs and stuff like that would be very helpful for you as well. The video series is for your gift of any amount. When you give a gift to InGrace, your gift will make sure more people hear the gospel and we'll send you as a thank you this eight-part video series filmed in Israel, Armageddon's Dawn. The chart is for free, the video is for a gift of any amount, and the audio series, 43 messages for your gift of $29.95 or more. Contact us today, 1-800-78-GRACE, 1-800-78-GRACE, or go to InGraceRadio.com.
1: Are you ready for an end times journey of biblical proportions? Get the stunning Armageddon's Dawn prophecy chart for free or give any amount and receive the incredible Armageddon's Dawn eight-part video series. Plus, you can order the 43-part audio preaching series. Contact InGrace today at 800-78-GRACE, ingraceradio.com or write to InGrace at P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. You can also write to us at InGrace, P.O. Box 9, Lake Zurich, Illinois, 60047. Tune in tomorrow as we continue to explore God's Word and His world on InGrace Radio.